The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Hello and welcome to Go Green Radio. We are so excited to have you with us. And if you are a high school student or a high school or middle school teacher or somebody who knows somebody in one of those categories, have we got a show for you. We're on today with David Lanham. He's been with us before, and we're glad to have him back. He is a representative of Planet Connect, which is a program that is run through the National Environmental Education Foundation. Love their program. And actually, I'd love for you guys to check out their website as I'm talking with David, because you're going to be able to see what we're talking about as we go along. They've got some great grants and some great contests going on that we're going to be talking about today. So don't close this tab in your web browser. Keep listening to us on voiceamerica.com, but open a new tab in your web browser and check out their site. It's www.planet-connect.org. You are going to be blown away by how fun their site is and how much great stuff they have. David, welcome back to Go Green Radio. Well, thanks. I'm glad to be back. I think the last time we spoke, it was around June, and it was about 95 degrees here in D.C., and uh, today we've got snow on the ground, so a little <laughs> different. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, wonderful and sunny in California where I am. I'm always, So uh, <laughs> my heart bleeds for you, but uh, that's why we pay the big bucks to live out here in the Golden State. <laughs> Well, David, let's begin by talking about the grant program that you have available for high school students. Tell us everything that kids need to know in order to turn in a competitive grant application. Yeah, so again, for those not familiar, we've got a program named Planet Connect, and it's a program for high school students to learn more about the environment. And what we're doing right now is we have a big focus on wildlife conservation. So we're offering $1,000 student grants to help conserve and protect wildlife. And what we want students to do is to, you know, submit an idea for a project in their local school or community that helps preserve wildlife. And in addition, what we're going to do is we're going to give funding for grantees to participate in a local internship focused on wildlife conservation or natural resources. So, you know, we, we know these students are coming up with some outstanding ideas, and we just want to be an outlet for these creative ideas. Uh, you know, you head over to planetconnect.org, and, you know, these students can start making a difference right now. Well, you know, and I, I like the fact that what you're looking for are grant applications that focus on the local area where students are. Um, tell us why you made that decision. Well, I mean, we think that, you know, students, they, they know their local communities really well, um, and we just think that the hands-on approaches that they're taking, you know, even without these grants, that, that on, on that kind of local level, 
they can have a huge impact. And, you know, we've had students who have gone on to petition their local, uh, you know, governments to, to initiate new environmental policies. We've had students, you know, have, have new countywide initiatives for their school programs. So the, the projects sometimes start small, but they often have a huge impact on their peers, their community, you know, anything like that. Well, and I really love that because, you know, you, you start a grant program that talks about wildlife conservation and you have all the potential of getting thousands of grant applications to save polar bears. But the fact is there aren't a lot of high school students who live around polar bears. And what I love what you're doing is getting kids to think about something beyond just the headlines and what they might see mm-hmm. on the Discovery Channel, but think about what's going on in my backyard and what kind of an impact can I have right here where I live. And that's where some of the greatest environmental activists have begun. It's right with their own local issues. Now, I have to ask, because there's so many environmental topics out there that could have been the theme for this grant uh, program that you're offering. Why did you choose wildlife conservation for this one? Yeah, well, we are lucky enough to be partnering with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to focus on wildlife conservation. And what they are, they're a bureau within the Department of Interior, and their work is to conserve, protect, and enhance fish, wildlife, plants, and their habitats, basically. So we're working with them, and we're focusing on wildlife conservation in our grants, but also on PlanetConnect.org. You can you can go to the website, and you'll see right away that we just have all types of inf- uh, of resources and information about wildlife conservation. So it's just a big you know mission for us in general to be able to provide this this information that that a lot of people want. Um, you know, I'm myself growing up. I was a, I had a, a a 13 year old golden retriever, and I, I've you know been a big dog fan, and so I've you know ever since uh, I've been a big fan of, of wildlife. So, you know, uh, students and teachers uh, want the resources, and we're just happy to provide it. Well, I like the fact that you're working in partnership with another organization and you know running a nonprofit organization myself the Go Green initiative mm-hmm. some of the best projects we've ever put out since we began in 2002 have been the result of these kinds of partnerships so I'm a big fan of collaboration let's say that we have listeners out there who are from other government agencies or other nonprofit organizations who maybe focus on other theme areas besides wildlife conservation, and they say, wow, we'd love to partner with Planet Connect as well. How would they go about doing that? What's the process they should follow? Well, Planet Connect, you know, in general is about connecting teens to the environment. So one of our focuses is wildlife conservation, and one of our other focuses is oceans, which I hope we can talk about later. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're interested in any way we can connect teens to the environment, any topic, you know, available. So if somebody, you know, is listening and wanted to to have a specific topic focused on or or work with us in any way, you can head over to planetconnect.org and uh, shoot us an email, and and we just love to hear in general uh, what, what you're interested in and what you'd like to see focused on. Very cool, very cool, because I know, you know there are some great organizations out there, even that I've worked with in the past, like the National Recycling Coalition and others, and you know, their focus is on recycling, but you know, a lot of teens might appreciate a, 
a program about something like that. So I'll be sure to let everybody know that that's an opportunity, uh, just contacting Planet Connect and, and seeing what they can work with you. Now, there might be some urban kids out there who are listening who live in basically a concrete jungle, and they might have some trouble imagining how they could conduct a wildlife conservation project that would be eligible for the grant. Can you suggest some places they might go to learn more about wildlife conservation in urban areas? Sure. And, you know, I live and work in, in Washington, D.C., and just like in any kind of city environment, there isn't always, you know, luscious green forest around every corner, you know, as much as we'd like to, like to see it. But, uh, you know, I see wildlife every day, whether it's a bird or a squirrel or, or something like that. So, you know, a lot of people come into contact with uh, animals, you know, whether they're in the city and they kind of see it as a nuisance or something like that. And that's when wildlife populations can particularly be affected. Uh, so a student living in a, in a city type of concrete jungle environment, you know, might be able to decide to try to have a project that creates a safe haven for wildlife or, you know, c- conduct a urban green space or urban garden, you know, in, in their uh, city environment. So, you know, at PlantConnect.org, there's there's tons of resources on what you can do no matter where, you know, you live. Uh, and as mentioned, Fish and Wildlife Service, uh, their website is fws.org, has tons of information on what you can do no matter where you live. Well, and you know what? I'm going to throw out another resource, um, and that's the National Audubon Society. I remember a few years ago, um, I was touring some Go Green Initiative schools with a representative from uh, the National Audubon Society, and he said, you know, I'm noticing that this school has a lot of concrete in their play area. You know, they've got basketball courts and things like that. Nothing wrong with it, but I noticed that there are no birds anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. And he said, naturally, um, birds tend to go where there are healthy environments. And, you know, school administrators should think twice if they see the outside area of their school without any bird population because chances are if it's not a healthy environment for birds, it might not be a healthy environment for kids. And so some of the um, suggestions that we've been putting out to some of our urban schools is to do exactly what you said, create a safe haven for birds and other wildlife around schoolyards, you know, to build little gardens or uh, birdhouses and things like that because if you can attract birds to a school play yard, um, then that means you, you're fostering a healthy environment for the kids as well. So um, I like what you, you said there, and that's that's very true. If urban kids are listening and you don't see any wildlife to conserve or protect, then maybe your grant application could be centered on creating a wildlife habitat for some birds or some other wildlife in your urban area. You know, you, you've got this great grant program going, David, and I would love to know what are the biggest goals that you hope to achieve by conducting this grant program? Do you have, you know, something in your mind that you think, oh, this would be a great outcome of this grant process? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, there's, there's a few things that, that we, you know, hope to accomplish and, and are confident, you know, that a lot of good things will come out of, out of this grant. Um, you know, the first part being that we, uh, you know, want this group of projects for the grant winners to have a, a really great impact on local wildlife. You know, in the end, it's, it's about what we can do to help, you know, what's around us in the environment. So that's, you know, the, the biggest thing. And then with our grant winners themselves, these high school students, we want them to see the amazing benefits of working 
in a wildlife conservation field, organization, company, anything through the, the internship that we're providing them with in, in the grant itself. And, you know, and kind of along those lines, you know, we just hope to open the eyes of some teens, students, to the importance of protecting our wildlife and, you know, to see how our ecosystems are really connected. Awesome. That, that's terrific. And, and, you know, you mentioned that you uh, were inspired by some wildlife conservation uh, issues as you were a teen, and now it's led to actually what's a very exciting job opportunity. Do you see um, this kind of work as a teenager as sort of a resume builder potentially for kids who want to work in this field? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we have uh, we we have had previous grants, and a lot of those students have gone on to do amazing things. Um, one one part of the grant which uh, we're offering is we're actually offering college recommendations um, based on you know being a grant winner. Um, so it's just it's it's great experience. Um, you know, you you get an internship, you get to see what it's like to actually work and and, and do this thing on a daily basis, and it's it's just great preparation for the future in general. Fantastic. Well, folks, we've got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we'll have more with David Lanham, and we'll be talking about another grant project and another program that's available through Planet Connect. So don't go away. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Tolvanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Tolvanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information, about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Bullies enrage us. In tough economic times, we are motivated by fear, and this causes people to mistreat others. It doesn't just happen to school kids. You'll find it in the workplace, school, and over the Internet. Oftentimes, people feel that they have nobody to turn to or no legal recourse. Don't be enraged. Engage. Tune in to Bullies on Blast with your host, Aunt Delta Dawn. We'll expose bullies and strive to save the lives of those who are being bullied. Listen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. 
Welcome back to Go Green Radio. We have a really fun and interesting guest today. I'm glad that you could join us. Uh, we have David Lanham with us. He is with Planet Connect. You've really got to check out their website. It's so dynamic and it's a lot of fun. It's meant for high school students and anybody who is a high school student or loves one, uh, maybe you're a parent, a teacher, a friend of a high school student, tell them to check out this website. It's www.planet.com dash connect.org and today we're joined with David Lanham who's going to be telling us about a really cool video contest that they are sponsoring right now the deadline's coming up so listen uh, to what he's got to say and then uh, recommend this to your high school students they're going to love this David Planet Connect has got this video contest I love the theme it's called show us your ocean connection tell our listeners what the contest aims to accomplish and uh, how kids can get involved yeah, it's really an exciting time for us in general, Jill. Um, right now we have the privilege, you know, to tackle two huge issues. You know, we've already mentioned wildlife conservation, and, and we're also tackling, you know, oceans and, and the health of our oceans. So what we're doing is we're asking U.S. high school students to, like you said, show us your ocean connection. We want to know how their everyday actions impact the ocean. And last time I was on Go Green Radio, first of all, I had a great time, and uh, we had just finished up our first Get Green video contest. At that time, we were asking students how they were reducing their carbon footprint. And what we saw, the videos were extremely expiring. I mean, it, it was, it, let's just say it was fun to show up to work and see what these, you know, the ideas that the students were coming up with and the quality and everything. So we decided, you know, as soon as we could, we would try to have a new contest, uh, you know, pretty much immediately. So this time, we're actually working with a group in California called the Leaders of Environmental Action Films. It's a California group, and they have their own video contest, and we're trying to, we're trying to show how important it is for students, whether they live in California near you or whether they live in Colorado or, or somewhere in South Dakota. You know, we're all connected to the ocean. Um, so, so that's what we're, we're doing with this video contest, and we are very excited about it. I am too, because I think this is a great way for kids to express themselves um, and to even show some humor. I know that in your last video contest, I was cracking up at some of the videos, and we actually put them up on our our website as well, gogreeninitiative.org. And uh, I mean, kids are kids are so creative and they're so fun. Now, uh, tell me uh, more about the deadline and you know some of the things that kids need to know about how to how to submit their videos. Yes, yeah, so students have until February 23rd, so everybody out there listening still has plenty of time. And uh, what, what we're doing is we're giving away a ton of prizes. Um, thankfully, we have some great partners out there. Samsung is one of a, 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 our big partners at our organization, and they've been grac- gracious enough to supply some outstanding prizes. Um, so in addition to $500 in cash that we're providing for uh, the grand prize winner, uh, top winners will receive the new Samsung Galaxy Tab, which uh, one of my great colleagues, uh, Bobby Cato, he, he got one for Christmas and, and can't take his hands off of it. So <laughs> it's great. And, um, yeah, this is the year of the tablet for sure. Uh, it, it is, it is. <laughs> In addition to that, well, we're giving away an HD camcorder, a pocket camcorder, and we have uh, at the end of our contest we're going to have a special public choice award uh, section where the general public can actually decide which are their favorite videos. And through our partnership with uh, Leaders of Environmental Action, Films, uh, the global action sports brands Volcom and Etnies will be giving away some awesome gear to those winners as well 
as a actual surfboard from Firewire. So that's, yeah, that's wow. pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. Now, what are the judges going to be looking for in a winning video? And you might even let us know who your judges are or, or what organizations they represent, but what, what will be a, a winner out there? What do you think? Yeah, well, we're gonna have we're gonna have some 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 staff judges internally, and then we're gonna be giving the the videos out to external judges who are going to be from anywhere from other environmental organizations to people who work in the entertainment industry. Um, we work with Nickelodeon often, and uh, as well as we're gonna have some some student peers, some high school students that we've worked with in the past to help you know grade these uh, videos and, and narrow them down to uh, 15 finalists. So the main what we're what we're looking for we have a few categories. What we're looking for is creativity, of course, uh, message content, effective use of the ocean theme, uh, technical production, and just overall presentation. So once we narrow it down, we're gonna we're gonna have 15 finalist videos that will go on our YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com/pcgetgreen. And the general public, students, peers, families, friends, anybody can help decide who wins all this, all these awesome prizes. That is great. Now, I grew up in a little bitty town called Mount Vernon, Illinois. And if I had seen a contest like this when I was a high school student, I might be thinking, I have never seen the ocean, um, but I'd like to participate. I know that somehow, um, you know, my actions impact the ocean, but I'm not sure how, but I'd like to participate. For kids like that, where would you send them to learn more about how we all impact the ocean? I mean, you mentioned, you know, even kids from South Dakota uh, can participate in this. Where can they learn more about how they impact the ocean so that they can, you know, give it a shot? Um, yeah, basically, um you know, everybody is connected to the ocean in some capacity, no matter where you, you live. Um, you know, from putting together this contest, uh, I've kind of memorized a few ocean facts. And, you know, the Mississippi River, uh, 31 states, uh, the water drains into the Mississippi River, which then leads to the Gulf of Mexico and eventually the Atlantic Ocean. So, that you know, that, that's a lot of the Midwest right there. Uh, plastic waste kills up to 1 million seabirds, uh, 100,000 sea mammals per year. Um, and, you know, this plastic, it doesn't degrade easily and can stay in our ecosystem for possibly thousands of years, um, you know, causing, causing some, some havoc itself. And, you know, our drinking water comes from rivers, lakes, groundwater, and eventually that gets evaporated and goes into ocean water and and rainwater and everything else. So, I mean, the more you, you research about it, the more you realize, wow, no matter where I am, you know, my everyday in actions have, you know, an impact on the ocean. Absolutely. Um, do you have any uh, websites or um, other ways that the kids can do the research? I mean, do you have any that you recommend? Or do you think, you know, just getting out there and Googling ocean is good enough? Um, yeah, uh, one of our one of the people we've worked in the past, and they've just you know they've just given us so much information, so much advice on on how we can you know effectively do this contest is is NOAA, which stands which is actually the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. So if you go to NOAA N O A A dot gov, you can find pretty much anything you could ever think of in terms of oceans and, and how we're all connected. So that that would be a good starting point. Um, but you know with 
especially with the oil spill crisis, you know, last uh, spring and summer, you know, a lot of students, uh, a lot of people in general, you know, are starting to really understand how important ocean health is. So there's, there's tons of information out there. You just have to, you know, go out there and get it. Well, you know, for people who say, hey, we don't get our drinking water um, out of the ocean, why do I care? I mean, the ocean's huge. What, you know, why should we care about the ocean's health? I'm kind of more worried about, you know, air pollution in my city or something. What do you say to folks who maybe don't understand the connection to everyday people and the health of the ocean? Mm-hmm. Well, humans, you know, impact the ocean in a variety of ways. Uh, like we said, water pollution, um, you know, climate change from, from activity and, and overfishing. So when you have water pollution, it can affect our drinking water, and eventually it can even affect our pharmaceuticals. So, you know, if anybody has any prescriptions out there, obviously you want those prescriptions to work as best they can, and, you know, eventually that water pollution can have an effect. Um, and, and, you know, in general, the ocean absorbs a huge amount of CO2, you know, from the atmosphere itself. It's, it's a pretty good barrier against CO2, but, you know, we can't let it build up too much, um, obviously. Uh, and, uh, for, so we don't, we don't want the ocean to become, you know, acidic and, and all that. So there's just, there's just tons of, of ways that we impact the ocean, and, you know, it, it's, it's almost surprising to see how many different ways, you know, we affect it and it affects us. Well, it is, and I think uh, it's a great thing for you guys to do a project like this to kind of expand high school students' thinking on this. Um, I know that um, on the EPA site, epa.gov, they have um, some great even curriculum that teachers can take a look at. epa.gov has a, a page for educators, and there are even some some curriculum pieces that help teachers make that connection, regardless of whether they're teaching math, social studies, or science. I mean, they can start making those connections for students as well. We've had some guests on recently who've talked about um, water quality and um, how, you know, there's no new water. Water is a renewable resource. It rains, it comes down, it washes out to sea, it gets evaporated, and it keeps, you know, um, coming to us in this ever uh, circular cycle. Um, And so anything that we're putting into the water locally eventually, like you said, ends up out in the ocean, evaporated up into the atmosphere, and comes down in rain. And so... um, you know, it, it's very important to understand that circle of life, um, and whether it's with water or uh, whether it's with other substances. Sometimes the same thing can happen with our solid waste stream. So uh, one of the, the first lessons that you would ever get if you ever take an ecology class is that we are all connected in this web of life, and what we put into the ground or into the water uh, does make its way through the food chain and through our atmosphere. So it's great for you to get high school students thinking about this through this really cool video contest. We even got information up on gogreeninitiative.org. If you want to check out our website, you will see first thing on our homepage is a video from David who is giving us all the information that you'd need to get involved with this video contest. Well, we've got to take a quick commercial break, folks, but when we come back, we have more with David Lanham and Planet Connect, um, and we'll be talking about some teacher grants that are really, really awesome. Very excited to learn more about that, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more Go Green Radio. 
talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. Today, we are laying out a whole host of opportunities uh, for high school students. We talked earlier in the segment um, about uh, high school grants for students who want to focus on wildlife conservation. In the second segment of the show today, we talked about an awesome video contest for high school students who want to show their ocean connection. And there's all kinds of information on that. If you happen to miss it, check out Planet Connect's website at www.planet-connect.org. We are on with David Lanham today, who's with Planet Connect. And now we're going to be talking about one of their sister organizations, Classroom Earth, um, and a very cool grant program that they have for middle school and high school teachers. David, Planet Connect is a, is a great program, and we absolutely love it. You're affiliated with the National Environmental Education Foundation. Just to kind of set up the foundation for this segment, for our listeners who might be unfamiliar with NEF, tell us about the history of the organization and their mission. Uh, yeah, well, it's, yeah, as you mentioned, it's the National Environmental Education Foundation, or NEF for short, and you can actually go onto NEF usa.org and check us all out. And we were chartered by Congress in 1990 under the National Environmental Education Act. And what we do is we provide knowledge to trusted professionals who then amplify messages to national audiences to solve everyday environmental problems. So together, together we try to generate 
lasting you know, positive change. So we have programs dealing with teachers and students, as, as we're talking about today. Uh, we have programs for broadcast meteorologists to help bring environmental knowledge onto the air. Uh, we have a program that deals with businesses that are trying to become more sustainable, um, a program that shows the connection between the environment and children's health, and we also have National Public Lands Day, which is the nation's largest hands-on volunteer effort to improve and enhance the public lands that Americans enjoy. So we have a lot. Uh, you know, I work on the teacher and students uh, programs. Um, so that's, that's NEAF in a, a nutshell for you. Well, let's talk about Planet Connect just a little bit more. Um, how and when did that piece of NEAF begin, the Planet Connect piece? Well, Planet Connect is actually fairly young. It started, uh, it actually sprouted from our, from our teacher's program, Classroom Earth, in late 2008, I, I think. And, you know, we knew that teachers were trying to get environmental education content from their students, but we also wanted to communicate directly with these high school students. So thus came Planet Connect. And, you know, we're ha very happy with where it's going. Um, we have, you know, we know students are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, etc. But we want to have, you know, a place for students to come for interesting and informational content about the environment. And at the same time, we still use, you know, Facebook, YouTube, all the social media aspects to help communicate with the students. Well, and I'm curious, you know, you have... Um, so many different pieces to your website, and, and you've got the social media platforms. How do you decide um, what to put up in your space? I mean, do you have some students who advise you, or do you just kind of figure it out based on what you think high school students are into? I mean, what's your process for the information that you actually put up for students to take a look at? Well, we do work uh, directly with, with a group of students. We have a, a student advisory committee who they give us advice on, you know, what students are interested in, what they care about, you know, what's new in the social media world, et cetera. So we, we take that, you know, into heavy consideration in terms of what we do. And, you know, we try to, you know, think what, what would be interesting for students and, and at the same time educational and try to put it out there. So whether it's a, a Facebook post about a, a relevant oil spill article or, you know, a new video that we saw that was that's from National Geographic that's really interesting or a funding opportunity, you know, not from us but from somebody else that can help provide them with, you know, some money to, to do a project. We try to, we try to cover it all. That's awesome. Now, I want to talk about your, your sister organization underneath for teachers, and that's Classroom Earth. Tell us more about that program, and then let us know about this great new grant opportunity that I just am so excited about that they're offering to uh, middle and high school teachers. Well, Classroom Earth, uh, you can check it out at classroomearth.org. Uh, it's a program designed to enhance and, and strengthen environmental education in high school classrooms across the country. So we provide these high school educators with curricula, lesson plans, fact sheets, professional development opportunities, etc. Anything to help them, you know, in the limited time after their classes are over, they're coming home, that they have to effectively prepare for the next, you know, day's class, next week's class with environmental education objectives. So we do the work by finding the content, and you come to classroomearth.org and you just use what we have. And right now what we're doing, you know, we, we have the Planet Connect Wildlife Grant. We also have a grant for teachers. 
And this time it's actually for middle and high school teachers around the country who want to make wildlife conservation part of their classroom curriculum. So this year's professional development grants that we're, that we're giving out enable applicants to take one six-week online course offered by the Wildlife Conservation Society to create a strong foundation in, in wildlife conservation. So participating, participating teachers you know, will be better equipped to bring wildlife conservation into the classroom, facilitate scientific learning, you know, and connect students with their natural surroundings. Obviously, we know that uh, students love you know, being online and everything, but it's, it, students, once they get outside and realize how awesome nature is, they, they get really excited then too. You know, sometimes they're surprised. So this, this grant opportunity will, you know, uh, let teachers learn more how they can bring that into the classroom and they can earn graduate level credit too. So this grant as well as the student uh, grant, both applications are actually due February 1st. So that deadline is actually approaching. So anybody listening out there, you know, head over to the websites and, and look, look it up. We have promotional videos, you know, in case you don't have time to look through everything. Uh, that Bobby Cato and I have, have, have tried to make and, and be creative with. So, you know, check them out, and we hope to see some applicants. Well, and, and give us that web information again. Where can the grant applications be found? Give us that address. If you go, yeah, if you go to planetconnect.org or classroomearth.org, and what you can do to save time, it's, it's all over the front page, but if you go to planetconnect.org slash 2011 WC Grants, WC for Wildlife Conservation, and same thing, classroomearth.org slash 2011 WC Grants. Okay. You can find all the information. Now, give us kind of a teaser in case we have teachers out there thinking, well, maybe that's cool. I don't know. Tell us about the classes that are being offered as a part of this grant application um, and, and maybe let teachers know what they can look forward to if they receive a grant and get to take these classes. Yeah, all the courses um, I think we mentioned are offered by the Wildlife Conservation Society. Um, we're giving uh, right now a choice of three courses. One is uh, conservation biology for educators, another being habitat ecology for educators, and another, which is brand new and pretty interesting, it's, uh, it's about predators, biology, and conservation. So all of them are completely online, so teachers can take them, you know, at their own time, and coursework can be completed in their own time. Uh, you know, we want the teachers to be able to, to learn all the information and, you know, according to their own schedules. My, my mom has taught for over 30 years, so I have firsthand experience, you know, seeing how teachers, you know, how, how little time they actually have, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, to, to prepare their students, you know, effectively for the, for the upcoming days and weeks at school. So the, the classes are great. They've been very well received from, from teachers who have taken them in the past. And we're really excited, you know, about getting a lot more teachers, you know, into these courses. Absolutely. Well, just to solidify this in everybody's minds, uh, will the teachers be learning new curriculum that they have to add on to their existing curriculum? Or instead, are they going to be learning how to integrate concepts of wildlife conservation into existing curriculum? Kind of clarify that for us. It's a little bit of both. Um, teachers who, you know, teach uh, environmental or, or science courses will learn from these courses how they can, you know, better, more effectively uh, implement wildlife, you know, focuses into their, into their curricula. 
Uh, but at the same time, for those who are not familiar with, you know, these wildlife concepts or, or just in general on, on how to bring uh, environmental issues into their classroom, you know, if they're not a science teacher, uh, these courses provide a basis for, for both types of teachers. So the great thing about the courses is that, is that they can be tailored specifically, the, uh, the curricula can be tailored specifically for what type of teacher it is. So whether it's a high school teacher or a middle school teacher, you know, difficulty levels can be increased. Uh, also, for somebody who is brand new to the environmental, you know, world, we can kind of, you can be kind of fundamentals can be taught also. So it's got a little bit of both, which is great. That's why we're happy to be working with Wildlife Conservation Society is because they're so flexible uh, in, in how these courses are designed. Well, and it's and that's just critical, you know. I mean, having um, online courses and opportunities for teachers to do it, um, to do their coursework, you know, when they can be out of the classroom and actually focusing on this is is absolutely critical. Why do you think that um, you know your your partners uh, who are helping to co-sponsor this grant opportunity focused on middle school and high school students um, in particular? Well, I mean, uh, on the teachers, middle school and high school teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Classroom Earth primarily is is for high school educators, um, but with this grant, you know, we did want to make it available for more teachers because we see the demand out there. Um, you know, my mom's a kindergarten teacher, and she tries to get as much environmental stuff into her classroom as she can. So we know we see the demand. Um, this particular grant, uh, just uh, the way the courses were set up and the, and the syllabi are for geared for middle and high school teachers but going forward you know we're very open to to opening up the the age you know of of the grants themselves but in the meantime we have another program at NEF called National Environmental Education Week and they have tons of resources for K through 12 in total so you can go to eeweek.org and you know if you're a elementary school teacher you can find all this stuff there too so you know Neef tries to cover it all somewhere some program <laughs> well and you do a great job i mean there's just so much great information out on the website um at this point i want to give everybody a chance to check out planet connect but um you will find embedded in that website ways to get to some of these other programs like Classroom Earth and the the NEF homepage. So before we go to a quick commercial break, uh, while we're on commercial break, check out Planet Connect's website if you haven't already. That's www.planet-connect.org. Don't go away, folks. We've got much more coming up with David Lanham of Planet Connect. We'll be right back with more Go Green Radio right after this. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. 
Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, folks. We have David Lanham joining us. He's with Planet Connect. I'm a big fan of Planet Connect and their sister organization, Classroom Earth. They're all affiliated with the National Environmental Education Foundation, and uh, they've just got so much credible, really trustworthy information up on their websites that educators and students can uh, feel comfortable that they are really getting the best possible information. We've been talking about some really cool grants and contests that they have going. And so just to review, I want high school students to know that they can apply for a grant through Planet Connect and um, work on some local wildlife conservation issues. Check out their website at Planet dash connect.org for more information. They've also got a fantastic video contest. They've run one before. They know all the tricks, all the trades, the tricks of the trade to make sure that uh, this video contest is so much fun. The prizes are awesome. So check out their uh, video contest there on the, the website. You can also see David doing a video teaser about the contest at our website, www.gogreeninitiative.org. And then if you're a high school or a middle school teacher, they have some grant opportunities through their sister organization, Classroom Earth, that you want to check out. This is a way for middle school and high school teachers to learn how to integrate wildlife conservation issues into their curriculum. So you want to check that out for sure. Now, David, there's something really interesting on your website that I want to ask you about. You've got this join button that's up at the top of your website. Classroom Earth has the same thing. What is that all about? What are the benefits for students and teachers who actually join or become a member of your website? Well, when you sign up to the website, basically you get VIP access to all of our information, funding opportunities, grants, contests, everything. So we tell you about it first, you know, as as soon as we hear about it, so you get it before the general public does. Uh, You receive monthly newsletters that are relevant to, you know, environmental issues of of the current day. Um, and, you know, highlights of the website in general. So teachers and students who sign up and join Planet Connect and Classroom Earth, you know, are better able to see what we offer and, you know, can then take that information with them more easily. But membership is in no way required. You know, you're free to browse through the entire site and pull, you know, any information that you wish or, or, you know, catches your eye. So, you know, joining is is great. It's a better way, you know, for you to to communicate with us and, and you can talk, 
more easily, you know, directly with us uh, who work on the programs. Um, so that's, that's, you know, basically what the site membership entails. Now, in order to apply for the grant opportunities that you have and to be part of the video contest that you have, do people have to join? Uh, yeah, for the grants and the video contests, uh, we are making uh, site membership, uh, which is, you know, totally free. It takes about 30 seconds, a minute, you know, standard standard fill out, um, you know, we want them to join so that we can, you know, talk with them and, and when they get their projects going and they're making their videos and everything so we can just make sure everything's going great, you know, in case anybody has questions, we can answer them, you know, as quick as possible, which is a lot easier to do when you sign up to the actual websites. Sure. How many teachers and students have signed up so far? Um, so far, you know, we're since about uh, 2008 or so. Each site, each site has a thousand, a few thousand members. Um, you know, we're growing consistently. But since you know, you don't have to be a member to take this, uh, to take the resources and, and check out everything. Um, you know, there's so many people who visit the site every day and kind of kind of bypass that feature. So you know, we have our YouTube channel, which is becoming very successful. Our Facebook pages, Twitter feeds, etc. So you know, we have a ton of people you know, checking everything out, uh, site membership is, is one of the many ways that you can kind of become more involved. Well, let's talk about your social media presence because you've picked the top three that I think most websites are, are kind of referring to, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, let's talk about your Facebook page. Um, what can people expect? What's cool about your Facebook page? What are you guys doing with that site? Well, that's that's a great question, and a lot of you know organizations. Pretty much everybody has a Facebook you know uh, account for their organization, but you know a lot of them kind of just just talk about themselves. You know, to be <laughs> yeah. and what we try to do, of course, we're you know on our Facebook and Twitter feeds, we're talking about our grants and contests and and everything big, all the big initiatives. But you know we. First of all, we want to have actual communication with uh, with the people who are who are coming and visiting, but we also want to talk about the other great environmental you know programs and organizations out there, and whether it's a link to a, a really cool video we saw uh, or you know a new article that that seems great and relevant. Um, we try to just you know scour the environmental world and and bring that to you with our social media. Well, and what's really cool, and I have to say, I mean, this is bold, and I think it's a result of you guys being young, fresh, and unafraid. You allow people to post stuff on your Facebook page. You know, some you know, big organizations are kind of funny about that. You know, it's only their feed and only what they want to say, and you allow people to share on that. I do the same with the Go Green Initiative, you know, go, or Go Green Face Space, and I like that. I think that's, um, I think it's really cool of you guys to allow people to interact that way. Well, yeah, thanks. Uh, and you know, when when we're working with all these creative students, um, you know, we're we're really excited about how positive they are. Um, so we're we're not scared to to let the public, you know, go for go for it all on our social media. You know, we're we're excited to see what people you know are communicating about and everything. So we're you know we want to keep it open as open as possible. I think that's totally cool, um, and I think that you know your fan base will respond to that. I'm hoping that those of you who are listening will go to their, their website and get connected to their Facebook um, at Planet 
Facebook-connect.org. You can click on the Facebook icon and get on their face space because um, they really do have some some awesome information. Speaking of awesome information, you guys are hooked up with Philippe Cousteau, who's the grandson of uh, the infamous uh, Captain Jacques Cousteau. He's blogging on your Planet Connect website. Tell us more about your partnership with him. I mean, that's that's a cool connection. Uh, Philippe is great. Uh, he's you know he's one of the young stars of the environmental movement. As you mentioned, his grandfather Jacques Cousteau, uh, you know, he's a household name that was you know, an explorer, filmmaker, ecologist, author, you know, just to say the least. Uh, one of the first to you know actually show the general public how amazing and precious the environment is. So Philippe right now is doing a excellent job at tackling today's environmental problems. He was directly in the Gulf during the oil spill, reporting for CNN. Uh, he heads an Earth uh, an organization called. Earth Echo with his sister, Alexandra, which tackles specifically ocean issues. And so it's just great to have him as a friend of Neef and Planet Connect. And, uh, you know, he just needs to send me an invitation the next time, you know, he goes exploring somewhere. I want to come along with. (laughs) Me too. Actually, this is a big teaser here. We're having Philippe on Go Green Radio on February 4th, and we'll be talking more about what you just mentioned, Earth Echo, um, and what he's doing with that program. He's got some um, really great opportunities for young journalists who want to grab their camera and stream uh, some stories that they're seeing out there about environmental issues, and we're going to be talking more about that. So um, that's that's up and coming. So, I, you know, he, like you said, he is one of the young up-and-coming stars of the environmental movement. And certainly um, by checking out his blog on the Planet Connect website, Students who are excited about this video contest that you're putting on, David, the Show Us Your Ocean Connection, certainly they can learn more about ocean issues and water issues by following Philippe's work as well. You know, you've got a really cool internship database that I want to mention in the couple minutes that we have left on the show because it's a great opportunity for young people to get cool internships and vice versa for organizations who want to attract young talent to... Um, to advertise their internship opportunities. Tell us more. We've got about a minute, so make it quick, but it's a great (laughs) opportunity. Tell us more about that, David. Sure. On Plant Connect, you can find an internship section that has an actual interactive database, and we have pinpointed internships that we found around the country, whether they're federal, state, a private organization, it's a college, etc., where students can find in their own community a local internship that can be, you know, there's all types of internships dealing with the environment. So they can just kind of find their area, whether they're in Kansas or, or you know, Seattle or, or somewhere in Boston or something like that, and, you know, say, hey, I'm, I'm interested in, in learning more about this, and this is a way for me to get my journey started, you know, in the environmental world. Absolutely. And, you know, I have to say to young people who are listening, internships may or may not be paid, but their value on your resume uh, goes far beyond an immediate dollar figure. So do consider those internships if it's fiscally possible for you, even if it's a part-time kind of position that you can get your feet wet and learn from some environmental mentors. um, It is a great way to launch yourself into 
the, the world that is so exciting right now, green jobs, green tech. There's a lot of great opportunities out there. Well, David, thank you so much for joining us on Go Green Radio. Everybody check out his website and tell all your friends who are high school students or middle or high school teachers to check out their website for these grant and contest opportunities. They are awesome, but the deadlines are coming up. So go to www.planet-connect.org to check out more. Folks, we'll be back next week, same time, same place, with more Go Green Radio. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.